3: Opinions are like arseholes. Everyone everyone has (laughs) fun. You really just gotta learn to tune out like what's not important to you.
1: Welcome to the best bits with Lily and Alice recognize the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. In particular, we at The Best Bits would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast is being recorded today, and we extend our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello, my love. Hello, darling. How are you? Really, really well. How are you?
2: I'm really, really well too. We've um, We've had a few internet issues this morning. And it's so funny. We come on here and we're like, yep, just got this this record to do and then we just talk shit for
1: like 45 minutes. Like it's (laughs) 10.45 right now and we plan to start at 10 (laughs) o'clock. No, but we don't
2: like funny. talk to each other that much over the weekend, so it's like, no, I know. What's, what's happened on the weekend? Tell me all about it. Like,
1: <laughs> it's not good, for you, but also, also, yeah,
2: yeah, I think so. I mean, we I really should just click record.
1: Yeah, and then you and guys then just record hear it well. that whole
2: shit talk, and you might like it. Who
1: knows? <laughs> yeah. An hour pre-recording of shit talk. If you need. yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, I love it. Oh, no. How um, was your weekend? My weekend was really nice. Had a really wholesome weekend. Oh, actually, I don't think I've disclosed this. I've got the van. To the- you to haven't listen. told them yet. Yes,
3: you got the then, van.
1: Oh, yeah. So got the van. It's not been kitted out yet, so I need to head it up, take it up to Newcastle to get it fitted, and then mm. we're off. We cannot so about out. six weeks. That six crazy. weeks. So early yeah. June latest, fingers crossed yeah. if everything runs smoothly. Oh, that's so exciting.
2: Yeah. Alice is doing it in in such a good way. Like for Fraser and I, we like if we if we um had our time over again, we would do like exactly what you're doing in the sense of like just starting off with a van, like we because we started with a caravan, start off with a van, get it fitted out exactly how you want it. Mm-hmm. Um and, yeah, you're doing it in, like, the best way. I'm so excited for you. You set up just, oh, it just <laughs> makes everything. It's going to be sick.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm really so worried excited. that, like, it's going to, like, I don't know, I haven't really, because I haven't lived in a van before. <laughs> Not many mm. people have. I haven't lived in a van before, so I'm mm. like, oh, like, I wonder if there's going to be enough space here or if, like, I'm going to get frustrated with this particular thing, but whatever. I can mm. always change the if too,
2: Yeah, and, you know, like, Things happen. Like, I I remember people telling me this, like, before we went and I'm like, oh, what, what is it? But like, things will happen that you can't even think of right now. Like things will go wrong Mm -hmm. and, you know, you'll have times where, you know, it just uh, really annoying things happen because, you know, you're literally living in a van and Mm -hmm. there's, you know, mechanic stuff and, and whatever. But you get through it, and every time that something's happened for us, like car getting towed, breaking down, or you know whatever, we kind of look back and we're just like, we just laugh. It's it, it is something that you can always look back on and laugh yeah. at, but it is annoying in the time. So you'll have yeah. those moments, but I think they kind of make it like some of those times are like the most memorable times that we've had yeah. because we're just yeah. it's just funny,
1: it's just hilarious. So, yeah, I feel
2: like if I'm, you'll have time
1: by myself. I feel like it's going to be a bit frustrating because I'm like, I have no one to fucking mm. laugh with. But I mean, yeah, I think I find that well, shit funny because anyway, I'm like, lol, like I'm such an idiot that <laughs> I'm just yeah, laughing. And you can, like,
2: you can, you know, FaceTime me, or you know, Good. you're going to do so much videoing and stuff, like that mm. will feel almost like you have people with you. Yeah, yeah, I feel like, but. Yeah. Yeah. it's gonna yeah it's just gonna be such a growing experience for you i'm so excited for you
1: oh my god yeah no, it's so exciting so that was my weekend so pretty much. much and then i did good some nice baths breathing stuff and yeah yeah well. but other than that it was fantastic what about you oh
2: good um great weekend actually one of the funnest weekends we that um we were at the Margaret River Pro, which is the surfing um, competition, and it was just like perfect weather, and mm-hmm. it was just such a nice vibe. Like there's so many people around um, just, yeah, watching like all these incredible surfers. It was just a really nice, fun vibe. Um, mm-hmm. So we did that, yeah, literally like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um and it's still going, so we've got like another week of it. Um, but we'll just, you know, go probably on the weekend. Um, mm. And yeah, it was just so much fun, and like we've met some really nice people. So just hanging oh, out awesome. with like a lot of our mates, and it was just lovely. And we had the house, like we had the house, and we could go back to our house. Oh, and yeah, had you had the house. You know, I was wondering oh. why to ask you how that was. It was amazing. So oh. each, um, so we had like three nights there where um so there was like me, Fraser and our friend Alex and each night um yeah. we like had a a night of cooking each Aww. and we just made like the most amazing meals and like, we Aww. all like put like a lot of like thought and love into I the love meals it. and it was awesome yeah it was man. so wow. nice. And oh yeah, God, we, that was like, cry. yeah we had a bed and a shower oh. and like Oh, it was just amazing and I it's so it. funny. Like that's such a a normal thing typically like to mm. to make dinner and have a bed yeah. and a shower and everything, but it was so special. I can um, imagine. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm on a bit of a high at the moment just and just feeling really like, feeling really grateful
1: yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Like, really you know feeling what? it. I think that. Like genuinely, gratitude's mm. probably changed my life, hey, and probably yeah. yours as well. Like mm. and this is so off topic, but like hey you? and this is what we do anyway. But like yep. what the fuck? Like if you yeah. like the fact that gratitude like you I can't explain this, but like Gratitude can change your life and we as humans have like huge negativity bias. We look at the things, we look at the things that are going badly, we look at the things that we can improve on. But when you actually change the way that you look at things, the way that they look at the morning, your evening, your week, your days, like, and find elements of joy or gratitude within those moments, like your entire life changes. It's actually mind-blowing and I wish more people knew about it because like seriously – Yeah. Like you can't you can't be like angry (laughs) once you have gratitude. It's like literally impossible.
2: It's literally impossible to
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. It's it's a game changer. Mm. I might even do a quick bit about it, who knows? Um but it is such a is such a game changer and I just notice at the moment like it's just the little, littlest things that I'm feeling Mm. so grateful for. Mm. Like Yesterday we um in the afternoon we were really tired um and we just parked up by a beach. I had like a little bit left of this really good book that I've been into reading my book, um just watching the sunset over the beach. <sighs> like it was just it was just so nice and I'm really making a point to feel all yeah. these feelings because
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think you know we go through you know shitty times too, and mm-hmm. I think it's really important to to feel when it feels good and embrace yeah. it yeah. um, so I'm kind of trying to do that just like very intentionally, which is yeah, which That's is nice, yeah, yeah tell me, me what's your quote
1: um oh, yes, my quote um my quote is um Well, I had a few, but the, the one that I really like today is, Mm -hmm. um, well, actually they're all about relationships then, but like your basic needs will be too much for an emotionally unavailable person. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, it shows to me that like, you can't like, if you express your needs to somebody who is emotionally unavailable, Mm -hmm. it's not up to you to prove to them. It's not up to you to explain to them why that's important to you. If Mm -hmm. they really genuinely cared about you, they would be like okay i might not understand necessarily mm. why you need me to fucking send a morning text let's say i don't whatever yeah. but like i'm going to do that because this is mm. important to you mm-hmm. and if they're emotionally unavailable if they can't even meet their emotional needs if they're a completely unconscious or subconscious or uh, sorry unconscious or completely detached from themselves and like mm. you could express the fact that you need like a hug and they would be like ill <laughs> So, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And one of the – um, I love that. And one of the things that you've said to me, which I think your psychologist said to you, which I just love, is you are only as needy as your unmet needs. Yeah. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And I think knowing that um, the needs that you have aren't – they're not, they don't make you needy. They don't make you clingy. They don't make you, you know, anything. They're just your needs. And if someone can't respect that, then like, we'll see later. Yeah. I know. Like, it's not, I know. it's, yeah, you don't have to change the, what you want and value in a relationship mm-hmm. for someone that isn't willing to like, you know, come to the party unless, you know, your needs are like freaking ridiculous. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, completely. I mean,
2: come yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a great quote. Yeah.
1: yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Unknown. Thank you very much. Thanks, um, Unknown. What was your quote?
2: My quote is from Elizabeth Gilbert. who oh, I think I've, Yeah, I think I've quoted her a fair bit. Yeah. I think we both have. Yeah. Um, but it is, the universe buries strange jewels deep within all of us and then stands back to see if we can find them.
1: Oh, what fun. Yeah,
2: I know. I love that. I feel like I feel like all of the process of like working on yourself and growth and everything, I feel like it is all a process of coming back to who you really are and like remembering who you really are as opposed Mm -hmm. to like creating this whole version of yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually, yeah, just – getting rid of the shit that's covering, like, who we are, if that makes yeah. sense.
1: Like the dust on the mirror, right?
2: Yeah, like the dust on the mirror. I love that. And I I like that quote because it's like, yeah, you've got all this stuff within you that, you know, the universe or whatever you want to believe put in there. Um, and, and then, yeah, stands back and is like, okay, go find yourself. Yeah. Um,
1: it's so like um, it. that quote. Uh, actually I don't even think it's a quote but like um, people don't change they just became they just become more conscious of who they actually are and it's like we always we're born with this entity like this person Mm. and I feel like a lot of people say oh you've changed you've changed it's like not necessarily they just become more of who they are Mm. and I I, I truly believe that like
2: 100 percent. it's just like peeling back the the layers of you know things that get imprinted on you I guess as you're growing up like mm. societal stuff and then you're just mm. kind of peeling that back that and then like you emerge as this beautiful butterfly
1: <laughs> butterfly. <laughs> butterfly butterfly, butterfly. <laughs> you're the butter- what color are you
2: um
1: you'd be like green or some shit
2: yeah I reckon like yeah. a like an emerald
1: yeah I reckon that I could see that definitely yeah. I'm blue.
2: Yeah, you you're blue. You're blue, 100%. <laughs> I love it. Thanks.
1: PY, um, PY. Best and worst of the week? Oh, gosh, we are blabbering on. Um, best of the week, I think just the weekend day. And then the worst is, um, I don't know. I got in mm. trouble for having eat at the beach the other day and these rangers oh, basically yeah. threatened to find me $690 and I said I'm not from here and ran away. <laughs> Yeah, so that was ideal. But um I just hate it when people like I, I don't know. I know that's rules, but like also just live a bit, you know? I know. Oh like he's not doing any harm. He was literally sitting on the beach while I meditated. So he's just Ziggy. He's just Ziggy. They don't understand he's human. He's not a dog. He's a little <laughs> <He's> boy. <woman. laughs> what about yours?
2: Um my best of the week, honestly, also the weekend, it was just really fun. Mm-hmm. Um and then my worst of the week. Um, oh, my dog at home. Um, so I have two dogs at home, Albert and Audrey, mm. and I know it is so cute. I'm so obsessed with both of them. Audrey has like a, um, a little growth or something on her toe and she has to go and get like a biopsy and whatever. Like it's meant to be, it should be fine. But like, that was a bit like, yeah. Oh, oh, no, that's scary that's bit worrying. yeah. So that's probably um, my sure. worst, um, Mm. but I, yeah I think I think she'll be okay um I think we I'm find sure. out today so fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed but that's my worst of the week but yeah i sorry yeah. um who do we have today Al I
0: did
1: not want to be insensitive but <laughs> um we have Emma um Emma is all like basically she runs a online program multiple programs to help with improving your organization yeah and we thought the conversation was um mainly around that but most also around sort of this concept of burnout and hustling Mm -hmm. and how organization being organized and not working harder but working smarter can really improve your quality of life in multiple dimensions Mm so we thought it'd be awesome to have Emma on and we'll put all her details in the show notes as well. But mm. yeah, we hope that for anyone who's struggling with that kind of stage or s- sort of s- those facets of their life, this is absolutely yeah. going to be a game changer because Emma is a wealth of knowledge.
2: Mm, she's incredible. I loved our chat with Emma and yeah, she's she's um, got a lot, you know, to her story that mm. um, she shares with us as well. So yeah, we're super grateful to have her on and we hope you all enjoy. We'll
1: Emma Lewis is a businesswoman, planning strategist, and founder of It's in Her Planner. Emma's approach to business and life is very unique, where she challenges the idea of hustle culture through harnessing the power of planning. Emma's recent health struggles has highlighted to her the importance of taking care of her well-being before any to-do list, goal, or career aspirations, even if that means letting go of the things that should be done. We wanted to have Emma on today to talk about the power of planning when it comes to navigating burnout and her tips to challenge the hustle culture as a businesswoman. Emma, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to chat.
3: Thanks for having me. It's been a while since I've been on a podcast, so I'm excited. Yay! We are really excited and um,
1: we we think it's a really important topic to talk about, this whole concept of burnout and, and the importance of planning, but then also acknowledging that some things and sometimes you can't always do everything um and especially as sort of a businesswoman in particular I feel like there's this kind of um expectation that we've got to do everything um Mm -hmm. if that means you know running a business you know taking care of all the other elements of our lives as well um so we cannot wait to talk um before we kind of ask the nitty-gritty questions would you be able to give us a bit of a rundown of who Emma is and, um, what, what, what you sort of do on a day-to-day basis.
3: Yep. So I run, it's in her planner, the membership, um, which is basically a membership that is for women that has come from my love for everything planning. Um, and honestly, it was created because of the wins and the success that I have had from planning. And I sort of just wanted to share that with as many people as possible. Um, so I guess I'm also a police officer. I've been a police officer for 10 years. Um, I'm taking some time away from that at the moment. So I would say my full time, my my thing right now is it's in her planner and the membership. Um, which I'm loving. So yeah, we, inside the membership, we just focus on, or there's a, I guess there's four pillars inside the membership, which is movement, money, mindset, and our spaces, which for me, those things are really important. Finding balance across those things means that you can have success in whatever other areas of your life that you aspire to have. And so we focus on finding balance and peace and calm across those moments, um, yeah, so we can just, what I realized was you can be busy all the time and that doesn't equate to success. So success to me is like um, just finding calm and peace amongst the chaos and waking up every morning and being inspired and not feeling like you're chasing your tail all the time. And for me that's what planning gives me, um, mm. a real sense of calm and I love sharing that um, with other women as well.
0: That's so- I love that cool it's a such a beautiful spin on planning because sometimes I would say for me I'm I'm not much of a planner and I really want to be more of a planner and I feel like sometimes there can be such a negative connotation when it comes to planning um and so what is I guess yeah your ethos behind it and what does it look like inside the membership like how yeah how do we get involved in that
3: So each week I send out a weekly email um, and I guess, yeah, I'm turning planning on its head a little bit Mm. Um, or maybe people look at it and think that I'm teaching you like how to get more hours in the day and how to like be more productive and how to do a million things at once. But this membership was created because – I used to have a business called Canvas where I actually created a yearly planner, like a physical product. Um, And I did that whilst working full-time shift work. And I just, I pushed myself to the point of burnout and it just wasn't fun for me anymore. And I realized that the magic and the times that I felt my best weren't when I, you know, achieved this goal after I absolutely flogged myself. It was when I was able to slow down and be present and, you know, be doing things for others. And I realised there's no, you're not wearing a badge of honour by being more busy. It's actually more beautiful Mm. to slow down and enjoy life and find balance. Our to-do list is never going to, you know. How many times have you ever got to the end of the day and be like, I've ticked everything off my to-do list. I now have nothing else to do and I can relax now. It just doesn't happen. So for me, when I prioritized my well being and my spaces around me and cultivating my friendships and my relationships, I was like, I'm actually able to turn up and be more productive in those other areas when it comes to my goals. When I do those things for myself first, instead of being like, I'll do my to-do list. And then if I have time, I'll look after myself. Um, I was just a much happier, healthier person when I put myself first. And so, yeah, inside the membership, I send out an email every week and you have, like, a small task to do but for those four pillars. It's nothing crazy, but what I've realised is instead of trying to do it all at once, we do it in small, really manageable actions that over the course of time all add up to make a really big difference and that's what it's about for me it's like let's not try and overwhelm ourselves let's not load our plate up with things to do let's actually strip it back let's do small Mm. things every week that add up so you can get to the end of the year and be like holy shit like look how much I've grown look how much I've achieved by just slowing down Mm.
1: it's interesting isn't it that like we think that like the faster we go, the more we get done, but it's probably the complete opposite. And I would agree with you. Like there's been times in my life where I've just been like, go, 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 go get it done. And then, you know, it's not like you sit there and go, Oh, I'm so glad I did this today. It was like, okay, what's next? Hurry up. Like, Mm -hmm. like you're wasting time just sitting here. And I think, um, I I feel like the, the, the thing that got me in particular was this whole burnout a few years ago. And, it kind of wakes you up to what's important and how to do things properly. Do you think that planning has always been something you've done or do you think that really that that few years ago where you did experience burnout kind of was a catalyst for you realising it
3: was important? Um, I reckon I came out of the womb planning. <laughs> <laughs> like I have been doing it forever. It's always been a thing like – Ever since I can remember, I've had a planner with me. Um, and don't get me wrong. I love setting big goals. Like it's my jam. Like, uh, and I think we should always be pushing ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Like set big goals for yourself. Don't play small if you want to go big. But what I have realized is when I achieve those big goals, They feel a thousand times better when I have planned in my well-being and, you know, prioritized my health before the to-do list that's associated with that goal. Because as you said before, like we can can push ourselves so hard. And if we're just like one track minded about like, I have to achieve this goal and fuck everything else until I get there. Mm -hmm. It's actually not even enjoyable once you get there because you're like, right, I've done it. What's next? Like. You just don't give yourself the chance to actually celebrate yourself and your progress when you're just rushing through life. And so I think people find planning is really restrictive, but for me planning is the key to actually finding that balance. I encourage my members to plan in their nothing, like plan in your downtime if that's what it takes for you. Like if you're someone who just really struggles to wind down or – do nothing or read your book or listen to a podcast, like plan it in. Because mm. then for me, that's like every time I put something in my planner, that's a little promise to myself. Like that's what I'm doing for myself to move myself mm. forward. So even if it's my self-care, I'm planning it in. Mm.
0: And that I to me that. is
3: freedom. It's not restrictive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: It's so true. When, when you say that, you, you know, you put it all in your planner, my mind immediately goes to I would just put too much. I would put too many things on there and I would eventually feel bad about myself because I haven't achieved all these things in a day. How do you stop that from happening?
3: Yeah, so that's something that we work on I think constantly in the membership because I think women especially are really notorious and guilty of doing that. Um, I guess that's where I come in to constantly keep you accountable and remind you that you cannot and do not have to do a thousand things at once. Um, it's always about being realistic with your time, right? So if you know that you work, say, like eight to five at a, at a like a regular job, if you are going to the gym in the morning and then you are working eight to five and you haven't meal prepped on a Sunday and you know you got to cook dinner, like what? How much more do you want to add to your? to your list of things to do, right? So it's about being realistic about what your capabilities are. So you only have the same amount of hours in a day. Outside of, I always say you plan your priorities or the things that you can't get out of first, which is, you know, your work, your appointments, the things that you have to do, you can't get out of. Then for me, movement should always be second, whether that's high intensity, yoga, a walk, whatever. But there should be some sort of movement or outside time in your day. Mm. Then look at what else you can fit in. Do you have time to, like for me, my nightly routine is also like really kind of strict in there. So I want at least an hour before I fall asleep to be reading my book putting on a meditation, having my hot chocolate, whatever the case may be. And then, yeah, it's about just being really honest with yourself. Like, do I have the capacity to be adding more to my to-do list list today or should I be prioritizing it? And sometimes that's a really difficult thing to do, Mm -hmm. which is why we go over a bunch of different um, like strategies inside the membership because some weeks – you will feel like you have so much to do. And so there's a strategy around that. It's like brain dump everything onto a piece of paper, then pick the top two or three most important things, add them to your to-do list, come back to the rest of it tomorrow. And you'd be surprised how quickly those extra things drop off. Like, uh, I don't really need to do that or that's not important. But if you're adding it and just dumping it all into your planner and being like, this is, you have to do it. It's so, it can be so stressful um, so I always say don't ever add more than four or five things on your to-do list as a general rule. Mm. But, you know, one our weeks are never the same. And the way I plan one week can be totally different to the next. Sometimes I use a sticky note method. Sometimes a brain dump. Sometimes my weeks are so empty I don't need to use my planner at all. So... It's one of those things, but what I do do is religiously sit down every Sunday and I look at my week ahead um, and I plan my time out really um, like consciously. Like how am I spending my time this week? What do I want to feel? How do I want it to look like? And I plan according to that.
0: It's a a ritual almost um, that you've got in your life and it's I can almost imagine like quite therapeutic.
3: I love it. It's like it really is a form of self-care for me. Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Amazing. What about like when you said like the capabilities or the capacity or whatever you mentioned before, like I know that like and I'm just using sort of my clients as an example, like sometimes especially when it comes to diet, like we want to do everything and we want to achieve everything and often life happens and sometimes things take priority or precedence what like how do you work through that this whole I guess you could call it like a black and white thinking a way of thinking like I have to do this or I suck or I failed or whatever like is that a part of something that you actively had to work through if for example you put something on the to-do list and you weren't able to achieve it that day 100%.
3: Our mindset, I think, is one of the hardest things we can work on. You know, it's easy to say, I want to save $5,000, and there's like a set amount every week that you need to put in. But I think when it comes to our mindset, how we feel about ourselves, I mean, and I think that's, I guess, one of the reasons why I feel like I'm in a really great position to be creating something like this, is I feel like I, make a rule of being really genuine and honest and human within the membership. It's not like I'm dictating to people like I'm a perfect planner and you need to plan like me. I'm very much like I have weeks where I tell myself how useless I am and how much I suck and, you know, you've wasted time this week. Look how unproductive you've been. It is a constant battle, I think, for me and uh, and a lot of people to accept that sometimes shit just doesn't go as we plan it to. And one of the biggest things inside the membership is that I tell people you are not measured by your productivity or how much you get done every week. We need to learn to be gentle with ourselves um, during those times more than any time, I think. Um, and so for me, that's a huge thing as well. And that we also have like a side of the membership where it's like, do you know what? If you're just not feeling it this week, that's also totally fine. Here's some quick wins you can do. Like, five-minute tasks because that like little hit of dopamine to tick one little thing off the list um, is better than moving, you know, better than nothing, and it moves the needle even just that little bit. And I Mm. always say like what's something you can do that is 1% better than yesterday? That's all I ask for. Yeah. Mm. That's
1: amazing. I think that's so important for so many people to recognise and it's kind of like... I know at the moment um, Lily and I are doing book club where we're reading Atomic Habits, and um, the author talks about the one percenters and what can you do each day to improve that one percent more. And you know, I think it's such a powerful way of approaching things. Hey, yeah.
3: I saw the other day there was something on Instagram. It's like, if you can't write a chapter, write a sentence. If you can't mm. run for an hour, run for 20 minutes, you know, it's mm. just like put your shoes on and and go out the door, whatever it is. Like there's just something small that you can do in your week when you're just not feeling it. Yeah. And again, there are times where it's like I'm on a fucking roll and I encourage you to like harness that and like hit the ground running, but that isn't going to last and it's not realistic to expect it to. So in the moments where you're not feeling it, learn to love like burning a candle and like laying yeah. in your bed and reading your book for a while. Like you are not a bad person for needing to relax or needing to just switch off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's so true. And I would love for you to talk to us about hustle culture. It's so it's so prevalent within our society that I think we don't even realise it's there or that it's an issue. What is hustle culture and why do we need to just rebel against it?
3: <laughs> I actually I, – I would say that it's actually getting a lot better. Mm. Um, I reckon when I first started Canvassed about five years ago, it was definitely like that was the narrative that was going around. Um, you know, sleepers for the week and all that, all that bullshit. Um, And I think, honestly, I was probably spurred on by people saying, like, oh, my God, how do you do it all? Like, that's incredible. You work full time and you run a business. How how good? Like, you're doing so well. And you're like, okay, I guess, you know, if people are saying how good I'm doing, I guess I just got to keep going. Um, But it's typical of the whole everything is not what it seems like on Instagram. It was great and it looked shiny and successful, but behind closed doors, I was having a fucking mental breakdown every other day because I was just like, you know, I I couldn't fit my movement in. I felt like the worst friend because I just was like not answering text messages and all the rest of it. For me, Mm. hustle culture is like, this bullshit that people try and get you to buy into to to make you feel like you're succeeding. Like if you're tired and, you know, you're making all this money or whatever, like that's like someone's version of success. But to me it's just like I couldn't think of anything worse.
0: It's funny. Like
3: I'll go for a run and I'll run past like these beautiful ginormous like riverside houses and I'm like they're always empty and that my thought is like because they're stuck at a job that they probably hate yeah. trying to pay for it yeah. um for me success is found in like how happy you are and how well you are mm. um and I just don't think that I think people are getting better at not equating burnout to success anymore or maybe I'm just cutting those people out of my life and being like, ah, it's not my vibe. (laughs) I'm not really into
2: it.
0: Yeah. I think you are right there. I think it is getting a lot better. I still, yeah, I still think we live in this society that praises above all hard work. And if you're not a hard worker and you're not, you're not visibly exhausted, then you're not trying enough and you're not doing enough. And yeah. I think that's what's really incredible about what you do is that you show others that that's not the only way. And yeah, I think that's such an important message because the the long term effects of of hustle culture and constant stress and exhaustion and no sleep mm. that is is only ever going to take such a huge toll. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's such an important thing to highlight.
3: I always say like we're we're always going to go through periods where we're like busy, right? Mm. But if that's your normal and that's your base level, like something needs to change. I get Mm. that we get busy every now and again, but if you have created a life where you're just like highly stressed, busy all the time, you don't get a chance to just slow down, like something needs to change or your body will like choose that for you. It's wild Mm. and I'm sure – you guys know better than I do, like the impacts that stress can have on your body and the weird shit that starts to happen. I know from my own experience, everything that is about like, like on a physical level, I'm like, what is going on? I can always generally equate it back to stress. Yep. Um, so oh, right my life now is about removing as much stress as possible.
1: 100%.
3: I also Honestly. Think above the hustle culture, there's probably also a little bit of, tall poppy is it tall poppy syndrome where it's like I just feel like people like us now are like do you know what if I only want to work four hours a day or I want to be able to work and travel around in my van at the same time Mm -hmm. this is what I want my life to look like and I'm going to do everything I can to cultivate that as best Mm -hmm. I can but other people look at it and go, "Well, hang on. You don't get to be successful and happy, mm-hmm. and travel yes. around, and, <laughs> yep. and work from home, and go to the ocean in your lunch breaks. Like you're yep. not. Like, not like, Where are you getting
1: this money from? What What happened with your like?
3: Yeah. yeah. Like, why should you get paid more, but you know, not be fucking yes. every day? Yeah. It's yeah. And so I think true. that's probably more prevalent at the moment than the hustle culture.
1: Mm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we're transitioning from because people are finally saying, "Hang on, no, this isn't what I want my life to look like," and so I'm going to create it for myself.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so. It's it's so true, and it gets into your psyches. Like, there's there's so many people with this internal belief system that I can't be successful and happy. I can't be wealthy and free. I can't have these. Um, two opposing things or seemingly opposing things and mm. if we believe we can't have it then you can't have it either <laughs> like it's it's such an interesting one
3: yeah and then i'm i'm guilty of it as well like i start to think like do i deserve this life that i'm trying to create for myself like am yeah. i working hard enough am i doing enough yeah. like if i do check out at at one o'clock and have my afternoons to myself every day like am i do I deserve to be successful or do I only de- deserve to be half successful?
1: Yeah. Honestly, so. yeah. There's such a common thing. I, yeah, it, I've been struggling with this a lot. Like, and I feel like I have to justify it. Like if someone goes, oh, like if you've already finished work, it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like going for a walk. And I'm like, yeah, but like I work more on these days. Or <laughs> like, yeah, but like I did like heaps this morning. I started this time. It's like, fuck off, Alice. Like just stop having to justify your lifestyle like Mm. you've worked hard to get you know to the place that you are and like you don't have to justify that to make other people feel okay about it like or more comfortable Mm. about it or it's weird it's so weird
3: Mm. yeah
0: yeah it's even funny like you just even just justified the justifying by saying you worked hard to get to this oh yeah we we always have to do it right
1: yeah yeah it's so interesting and it's yeah I I even think that like something that I want to know your opinion on Emma is like often when we own a business, we have, you know, um, ambition, we have goals, we have sort of things that we want to work towards. How do you know, like, obviously there's, we can always do more and you can always work more. You can always like, you know, succeed more or earn more or whatever it might be. How do you sit with the knowing that like right now is okay and right now is enough and you don't have to be going, 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 going? Is that something that you work through at all or you you think about?
3: Yes, constantly. (laughs) (laughs) I think it always just requires constantly checking in with yourself and I think that also comes from giving yourself the time to to do that like are you journaling every week every day are you stopping to meditate you really can't have those conversations with yourself unless you stop to do them yeah um you know and it's also there's so much outside noise when you have your own business I feel like you tell someone that you own your own business and they're just like you should do this you should try that if I (laughs) if I wanted your advice I would ask like the unsolicited advice is wild you know people are constantly telling you oh you should do one-on-one stuff and I was like but that doesn't really align with what I'm trying to achieve if I did one-on-one stuff I'd be working 60 hours a week I don't want to work 60 hours a week I I want to be able to help as many people as possible in the membership but I want to also be able to like have coffee with my friends in the morning. I want to be able to like, you know, do whatever I want. And so that's the type of business I'm creating. So I guess it's just constantly checking in with your goals with whether or not what you're doing is aligned with your goals and where you want to be and how you want to be feeling and then adjust accordingly. But I think it's normal to like every now and again, like sway off that path or or that track and feel like you should be doing more, achieving more. Um, I just think that's part and parcel of being a business owner, right? Because you're also trying to like prove yourself. Like I am successful, see, like when I decided to do this thing on my own, um, everyone doubted me and I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to prove that I'm, you know, great at what I do. And mm. But for me, it's just like I've just realised that, it actually doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Every time I go to think, like, I should be doing more, I'm like, but but that's not going to make you happy. Like, what you need to cultivate, like, and really hold on to the things that are adding to your happiness every day and just being like, I'm on the right track. It's just constantly checking in with yourself, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that's the key, constantly checking in. And, you know, if something feels a bit off-kilter, like, what's going on? Am I doing Am I like kind of following the crowd or am I doing something that somebody suggested that I didn't actually think was going to work anyway because I feel like that was supposed to happen or whatever? Like it is so important to continually check in with yourself and know your why. And for you, like creating a business, obviously you're passionate about it, but it's to create a life that feels good for you and makes you happy. And that doesn't mean working 60 hours a week just because it maybe you earn more money. Like who cares? Like fucking hell, just do what feels good.
3: Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's and that's across the board. Like so many people have advice about everything. Do you know what I mean? Like when it comes to money, when it comes to business, when it comes to just everything. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone, everyone has one, and <laughs> really just gotta learn to tune out like what's not important to you. And I think also. Having like a select few people in your life that you implicitly trust um and respect and value their opinion, because I think it's also important to like bounce ideas off other people. Um, but it should always be through people that have like been there, done that, um, yeah, and that you trust
1: mm-hmm. yeah. have
3: your best interests at hearts and uh, and don't actually know what you're trying to, to achieve. Sorry, they they know what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, um, and they're not giving you just this random advice based on like something they read or listened to on a Joe Rogan podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just reminding me of. Somebody I know who just like he like a lot older than me and like 60, 65, and like everything. It's like, oh, you should do this. i like, and I used to get like really stressed about it, like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to be doing this. And I'm like, hang on, you grew up like fucking a lot, <laughs> like yeah. back in the day when things didn't have social didn't exist. Like, you've no idea. Yeah. Um, and when you stop taking the advice, unsolicited advice, to be honest, like from people, and you just follow what works for you and obviously get the ideas from other people that. You know, you feel safe and understand what you're doing. I think it becomes a lot more personal.
3: Yeah, nice. yeah. But also, I think it's really nice. We te- we tend to listen to, um, or we we tend to take on like the the negative stuff or the really bad feedback or you know the the niggly, the haters or whatever. But when someone says like, you inspire me. Like, I love what you're doing. We have a tendency to like downplay it. Mm. Like, embrace that. That's like amazing. Like, I look at you guys and I probably am bad at thinking these things and not saying them out loud. But as soon as I discovered you two, I was just like, how fucking cool. These chicks are killing it. Like, look at what they're doing. (laughs) Totally different. But like, across the board, all the different things, I'm just like, these are my type of people, do you know what I mean? And it, instead of um, allowing yourself to be like clouded and surrounded by shit that makes you feel gross, like be around people that inspire you and encourage you and keep you accountable. And for me, that's what I'm also trying to cultivate inside the membership. Instead of it being a place where you feel like, oh, I didn't do much this week or whatever, you're inspired and encouraged by what everyone is doing, and yeah. I, I love it. It's such a supportive place as well. Like one of the girls from Brisbane literally just flew down to Melbourne on the weekend to meet another member, like in person. Oh.
1: Yeah,
3: so so cool, and that makes me really proud. So I'm just like, hold on to those moments and use Yeah, that
1: to yeah. That. I think incredible. so. And you know, yeah, that is so. You can't change. You can't shame somebody. To change their behavior like you just can't it doesn't work with anything and when you surround yourself with people who are supportive who are motivating who are empowering who feel good and safe like that's when the magic happens I think Mm. and that could be with any sort of planning or or, or, you know fitness or money or business anything like that
3: yeah
1: that's so sweet that they went all the way to melbourne
3: when someone else's wins feel like your wins I'm like Yes. Yes. yes yes oh so
1: yeah so sick of like yeah this whole competition thing it's like everyone has a space like everybody has a space here let's mm-hmm. let's bring each other up rather than go oh gosh like you know you're doing this I need to push you down or whatever like
0: him, yeah. Not me. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: exactly exactly
0: I um comparison thing that just needs to just just stop because it doesn't help anyone like no. it doesn't make you feel good it doesn't change the situation in any way it only takes you backwards instead of forwards like
1: yeah.
0: if we mm. want other people to celebrate us we need to celebrate others mm. yeah mm. do um do you think
1: this is super random but like you know women and men work differently right and i think women maybe i'm being a stereotype here or whatever but like generalizing that women may be more a little bit like more planning oriented is that right do you have men in your membership too or is it purely for women
3: purely for women yeah um and the reason for that mostly is I just wanted to create a place that felt really safe yeah um, for women to be able to do that and also just like I just I get women I feel like and not just like across the board there will be some women who are like oh not my vibe yes it's not really for me but I think as a general rule the people that I'm trying to attract um mm. yeah I just decided I was like I just want to cater for women and mm. I want it to be a place where they felt safe to, I mean we talk about our periods we talk about you know our cycles and because that also plays a part in yes. how we feel and how we approach every week um and we've had some really Vulnerable, like tough moments that I'm not sure we would have been able to have mm-hmm. if we had um, that energy in there. That's not to say, like I, you know, if there's any guys out there who are wanting something similar, there are other memberships out there that cater for men only. I just mm-hmm. think we work differently, so, I so.
1: yeah. Trying yeah. to
3: cater for everyone, I was like, just find your people. Mm-hmm. And,
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
3: I really like how you touched on the whole period
1: thing because like it's so I feel like once we understand our cycle as women or you know Volvo owners or whatever you want to sort of um, label them as like we it's so much more empowering because just like okay like just before my period right I'm gonna be like a bit meh not really motivated Mm -hmm. but it's like I have something to blame like it's not me it's like <laughs> it's fucking funny, whatever um and then when you feel like excitable like the week after or whatever it's like oh okay let's harness this like this is really great and then you can kind of plan even I know people who plan like their meetings or plan their events or whatever workshops like around their cycle which yeah, is pretty cool too
3: Creative and not creative and, yeah yeah, yeah. funny I made a reel like a couple of weeks ago about yeah you're ovulating versus when you're on your period and it really like it must just resonate so it's got like 12 million almost 12 million views on it it's fucking wild yeah it's crazy but it's funny because we just as women we're like huh i can relate to that because we do like we feel like we're going crazy. And it's only just recently that, I mean, I should have done this way before I was in my 30s, but I'm like, you should learn more about your body and, like, what the fuck is going yeah. on. Yeah. And since I have, I'm just, like, so much more um, gentle with myself around, like, expectations or yeah. even just an understanding of why do I feel this way? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's why. Um, or yeah. you're in this stage of your cycle at the moment. Like, don't try and be productive. Don't try and go crazy at the gym. But it's funny. I make a point now. You know, <laughs> if we're doing a weight session at CrossFit, and I'm like, guys, I'm ovulating today. I'm gonna PB. And so <laughs> you know, like Emma's ovulating today. Like full cool story. <laughs> like guys That's are gonna so just cool. have to get used to it. They will. Yeah. yeah. yeah yeah I love
1: love being open about that stuff hey like (laughs) and like like you just watch the guys like react you're like
3: so uncomfortable (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. oh that's so good it's it's this is inspiring in in so many ways I feel and I thought it would be inspiring just to to start planning but it's it's (laughs) inspiring in so many other ways um That I think is just incredible. It sounds like your membership is such just a welcoming, beautiful space.
3: Um, yeah. I just want to yeah. help people be able to achieve whatever it is they're trying to achieve through the power of planning. And I genuinely believe whatever your goal is, whatever you want to do, you can do it. You mm. to plan for it.
1: Yeah.
2: And it
3: might not be as quick as I think people think, that there's like this overnight success or this magic formula, Mm -hmm. I guess what I also try and teach people is it's a process and the beautiful or the beauty is in the journey and not, Mm -hmm. you know, how quickly you get to it. Um, All of my wins have been long-term wins over like a period of time, but it Mm -hmm. makes it so much sweeter. But, yeah, I just, the difference that I feel in my own life from when I plan versus when I don't plan is like phenomenal. And yeah. so I'm just trying to spread the word to as many people as possible. Like how fucking good planning yeah. is.
1: <laughs> it's so good. That's, fucking. Good. What like, oh, sorry, Lou, where you go.
0: No, I was just going to say that's so cool. It's so, so cool. Like,
1: like as a sort of like a, an ending, like what would you say to someone who's like, yep, cool. I want to start planning. Like, what does, like, how? Like, what do you how do you start? Like, do you just start writing to-do lists? Do you look into the future? Like, how do you actually begin to become a planner?
3: I guess the first thing is, yeah, start diving into your planner. Um, you have to use it and it has to be something that you refer back to. And that's not always paper and pen. Some people prefer online planners. I personally prefer paper and pen. I'm a bit old school like that. Mm-hmm. Um, treat your planning as if it like it's real it's a promise to yourself, really. And I think it's like anything, um, you know, when you decide to start getting back into the gym. It's like you've said that you're gonna go at 6 a.m. If it's important to you, you'll go. I guess it's the mm-hmm. same with your planning as well. Like if it's important to you, you'll do it and you'll stick to it. Um I would definitely say it. If you haven't planned before, it takes practice. So don't expect to be perfect the first time. Um, But as I said before, plan in the things that you have to do. Always plan in your movement. Add in some self-care. Work on adding routines into your life that are going to add to it. Um, You know, for me, that's like I want to drink two litres of water every day. I want to make sure that I'm reading my book. I want to make sure that I'm moving my body. And then your to-do list comes after that. Um, And always prioritize things that are the most important first and really just get used to letting go of any expectation you have of yourself. Um, I, I will say it is difficult at first if you haven't done it, but that I guess is why I created the membership so I can help people through that. It's my goal to arm you with the tools um, and strategies so you feel comfortable and confident enough to then go okay I'm ready to go and do this on my own and I know from being inside the membership and learning the different strategies and the tools and what's important how to implement that I can go and do it you know out in the wild mm-hmm. although I would, would hope that they would love it so much that, they <laughs> that <one. laughs> end up coming because that's the best part you know I've had people leave and then come back being like I just miss checking in with everyone on a Sunday and it's become Um, really part of my my routine, which is really cool as well. That's so (laughs) lovely. Just start, like anything, just start, like find what works for you and, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. We'll put all of your um, It's In Her Planner links in our show note for – everyone to check out and yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna check it out like as soon as i get off the with you.
3: <laughs> <It> sounds <amazing.
0: laughs> that sounds amazing
3: i try what? and put like little mini hacks on my instagram as well all the time so yeah. you can try it as awesome. i said it's not something doesn't might work for me might not work for someone else but i love yeah. sort of sharing as many little tips as i can so you can just give it a go and if it works you keep going if not yeah
1: yeah, because it's oh yeah, it's, it's like bespoke planning. Um, everyone's different, and yeah, that's cool too. That's awesome, Emma. Thank you so much for sharing everything today. We I'm so inspired by it too, Lil. Yeah. Like I think that you know everyone can improve on their ability to plan and 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 organize. But like the fact that once you have a plan and once you schedule things in, like you're actually able to achieve more. But then in a much more present mindful intentional way I think that everyone should experience that so it's so nice to hear and thank you as well for sharing like you know your experience with burnout and everything like that it's um unfortunately quite common I'm sure that a lot of people unfortunately could probably resonate
3: yeah we'll be planning Um, to fix that
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll definitely put all emma's stuff in the show notes yeah. and her instagram that you can follow on but yeah thanks so much emma for okay. for jumping on. thank thanks you
3: for having me.
2: why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science